Welcome to Sermons from Bailey Road. You are about to hear a sermon given at Bailey Road Baptist Church. Bailey Road is a small Bible-believing church located in North Jackson, Ohio, and is pastored by Pastor Aaron Smith. We are dedicated to serving the Lord through our people and through our teaching. We hope you are enlightened by today's message, and again, welcome to Bailey Road Baptist Church. I'm just going to jump right into the message tonight. I'm not going to be very long. Uh, I've got a, 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 hopefully a good thought for you this evening uh, from the book of Psalms. Uh, the book of Psalms and the 26th Psalm is where we're going to be. And uh, we're going to primarily be looking at verse number two. And it is uh, hopefully going to be one of those uh, thought-provoking uh, messages. I hope it will be a challenge to you as it has been to me and my life. And as we read our text, uh, I want you to begin in verse number one where the scripture says, Judge me, O Lord, for I have walked in mine integrity. I have trusted also in the Lord, therefore I shall not slide. Examine me, O Lord, and prove me, and try my reins and my heart. For thy loving kindness is before mine eyes, and I have walked in thy truth. I have not sat down with vain persons, neither will I go in with dissemblers. I have hated the congregation of evildoers and will not sit with the wicked. I will wash mine hands in innocency. So will I compass thine altar, O Lord, that I may publish with the voice of thanksgiving and tell of all thy wondrous works. Lord, I have loved the habitations of thy house and the place with thine honor dwelleth, or where thine honor dwelleth. Gather not my soul with sinners, nor my life with bloody men, in whose hands is mischief, and their right hand is full of bribes. But as for me, I will walk in mine integrity. Redeem me, be merciful unto me. My foot standeth in an even place. In the congregations will I bless the Lord. So David is the writer of this psalm, and he comes back, if I can draw your attention in verse number two, he asks a, uh, really a declarative statement, but it's really a question, as he says, examine me, O Lord, and prove me, try my reins and my heart. I, I don't know about you, but when I was in school, I hated test day. I never liked tests. The teacher would spend several weeks and they would teach the, uh, the material that was to be given. They would go through and then they would announce, we have a test on Friday, don't forget. Many of the teachers would go through and they would come in and they would say, all right, here's what's going to be on the test. Here's what you need to be ready for. Uh, be prepared, it's Friday. I always dreaded Fridays or test day. There were other times when teachers would come in and they would say, all right, pop quiz. Pop quizzes are worse than tests, in my opinion, because you didn't see them coming. I hated test days. Test days always meant there was great pressure because you had to remember everything that was on there. I remember sometimes going on a test or taking a test and 
Uh, some, some teachers would usually be pretty straightforward, but occasionally you'd have one teacher that would try to slip in a trick question. And those always threw me for a loop as well. Uh, now, maybe if I was a better student and those types of things, I probably could have done a lot better. But test always uh, made me sweat. However, when you consider the idea of what a test is for, what a test is designed to do, it's really something that we ought to be thankful for. And here's David as he says to God in verse 1, Judge me, O Lord, for I have walked in mine integrity. I have trusted also in the Lord. Therefore, I shall not slide. Now, what David is saying here before he asks God to examine him, what he's saying is, I'm ready for the test. Now, there were a few occasions on uh, some things that I, I remember going in and saying, hey, you know what? I'm ready for this test. And when you're ready for a test, it's a whole lot better than when you're not. Uh, but there were a few occasions I'd be ready for a test. i be like, all right, bring it on. Bring it. Let me take it. Uh, you sit down, you fill it all out, and there it is, and boom, done. Aced it. That's where David was in this particular psalm. Um, but I'm going to tell you right now, in this particular psalm, uh, David said, examine me, I'm ready, prove me, try me, and my heart. Try my reins and my heart. But I guarantee you there were other times in David's life he wasn't ready for the test. He wasn't ready for the test at all. But in the test, and here's what I want to get at tonight, here's, here's what I want to drive home. Are you thankful for the test in your life? There's a way you can be. There's a way I can be that at the end of the day, we can be thankful for the test that God brings. The examinations that he brings into our lives. We're going to pray this evening and then we're going to jump right into this thought of being thankful through the test. Let's pray together, shall we? Our Heavenly Father, I thank thee and I'm grateful that you do test us. You, you have us pour over the materials that you've taught us to try us, to examine us, to judge us. And Father, tonight, I, I have no idea uh, of who might be listening to this. It, it may be weeks from now before someone's listening to this. I have no idea. But Father, I do know this. These are things that you have taught me and tested me on over the years. And so I know as it's been beneficial to me, it, it should be beneficial to someone else. And so Father, tonight as we seek your face together, whether it's live here in person or online, uh, God, I pray that you would use this in each life. As the tests come, may they not be taken begrudgingly, but Father, may they be taken thankfully as we know the test giver and the intent that you have in our lives is to help us and to love us and bring us to a greater place in life. So Father, tonight we ask and we invite you and we even beg you tonight that you might examine us, that we might pass that test and learn from it even 
and the ones and the questions that we might not know the answers to. Help us in this, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. So here we have uh, three things that David asked uh, of the Lord. The first thing he said was, judge me. Uh, the idea of judging within this is to, uh, to decide the merits of the questions and discern truth. So when David says, judge me, O Lord, for I have walked in mine integrity, I have trusted also in the Lord, therefore I shall not slide. He says, judge me uh, to decide the merits of the questions. Uh, you know, every test has questions. Uh, I, I remember, especially through high school and college, uh, primarily, uh, to me, the best questions were always multiple choice, because even if I didn't know the answer, uh, there was uh, always the possibility uh, that, uh, that I could maybe get the right answer. Multiple choice, always the way to go. Uh, occasionally, there were some uh, that would have, you know, multiple choice section or you had to fix something in a sentence, uh, depending on the test. Uh, but the ones that I dreaded the most were the ones that had an essay. Because there's something about an essay question that they were subjective. One, they're subjective on the answer, but also uh, they're subjective even in grading on whether or not you got exactly what the teacher might be looking for uh, within the answer. I remember one question in particular when I was in Bible college. Uh, it was my sophomore year in Bible doctrines class. And the, the question was something about the line uh, along the lines of a dichotomy or trichotomy. Yeah, you're looking at me the same way I was looking at that test. And I sat down and it was talking about whether uh, a person has two parts of their body, soul, and spirit, uh, or their being, or whether there's three. And, and so I'm sitting down there, and honestly, I had sat through Bible doctrines class, and the first time I had ever heard or saw these two words was on the test. And I looked at it, and I thought, okay. I do not have an answer for this. But I knew something. I knew two, I knew two things about that question. I knew that die meant two and try meant three. That's what I knew. I did not know what economy was at that particular time. And so I sat down and I just wrote down and I said, well, Something along the lines of this, I said, well, die means two, tri means three. We have a body, soul, and spirit, so I believe we're a trichotomy. That's what I wrote. I got it right, at least to the teacher. I think there was a little bit more explanation, but that teacher had great mercy on me and gave me much grace and did not count that answer wrong, even though it was probably mostly wrong. It was the shortest answer anybody gave in the class. Uh, but he felt like I understood it, even though I didn't have a clue. So essay questions always bothered me uh, within that, but uh, the merits of the questions discern the truth. And, and then he goes on, verse 2, uh, he says, Examine me, O Lord, examine me. That is to inquire into the qualifications by proposing problems and receiving answers. Again, the examination. Okay, here's the material that's been given. You've been taught. 
Now what is your response? He says, examine me. But then he says to try me, to try me uh, and try my reins and my heart. Uh, that is to prove by a test and to search carefully into. You know, as we go through life, God is bringing us to a place that we are to follow him, that we are to trust him, that we are to trust everything that he gives us. And, and as we come to this, we're going to find within this passage tonight uh, that, that we need to ask God to test us. As David was asking God, test me, examine me, judge me, try me. And I want you to see three things here. Uh, and I'm going to give them to you very quickly. The first one is the divine examination. The one thing that we have to understand here is David begins by saying, judge me, O Lord. He says, examine me, O Lord. The test giver or the examiner is God himself. I want you to know that it is God and he is the only one that knows the questions that are going to be on the test. I think that's usually one of the hard parts of taking tests, uh, especially in school when you go in and you, and you want to know well, what's going to be on the test. Well, a good teacher, a good teacher rarely gives the test away before the test time. And I don't know about you, but God's one of the best teachers. He is the best teacher. He's not one of. He is the best. Top notch. He's not going to give a test and give the answers away or the questions away before it's test time. Look, you may have had a test last week from God. Did you pass? Did you have the answers or the questions ahead of time? Because God's the only one that knows the questions. But here's the other thing. God's the only one that knows the answers. Because He knows the answers because he knows the questions. But here's the fact. When it comes time for the test, God is not giving you a test over something that you shouldn't have the answer to. He's already given the answer. Now, it may be that you didn't pay attention. It may be that you weren't, uh, you know, you slept during that time. It may be that you were rebellious and didn't show up for class time. Whatever the case may be, God doesn't give tests that he doesn't know the questions and he doesn't already have the answers and that he hasn't already given you the answers for. So if you're going through a testing period in your life right now, trust and be assured that the questions that are on it, God already knew and the answers he already has. The second thing I want you to see beyond the divine examination is the desired examination. Now, again, we've already discussed this a little bit. When David comes into this time in his life, it is a time where he is saying, test me. Bring on the test. I am ready. And there, again, are times in our lives that God is going to bring a test to us that we can have confidence in the test. We, not just confidence in the test, but confidence in our performance of the test. Uh, hey, look, I know the answers. Uh, now, I know there were a few times that I took tests that I was confident in, and uh, sometimes I would get ahead of myself and get, uh, again, get prideful or whatever, and, and take that test, uh, fill out the answers, turn it in, and got a B on it. You know, I, and I'm thinking the whole time, man, I got an A on that test. I nailed that test. It was great. Uh, there it is. And then bring it back. It's a B. 
uh, and think, what, what happened here? And then I went back and looked over the test and thought, oh man, I read the question wrong. I left out a word or uh, something like that, or I miscalculated, uh, whatever it may be. And there are times in that where we go in with great confidence and we probably should have slowed down some. Our pride will get the best of us often. Uh, but within that desired examination, David not only had confidence, but he also had preparation. He prepared for the test. And, and again, there are times where we're going to have pop quizzes. There are times where it's going to be, hey, we're going to have a test on this. Here it is. And we have that desired examination. And with a desired examination, there's confidence, there's preparation. But then number three, I want you to see the dreaded examination. The dreaded examination. David, of course, through this whole psalm, uh, he goes through and again, it's at a high point in his life. Uh, his integrity is top notch. He's there. Uh, but, but that dreaded examination, sometimes I'll tell you, there's an endurance that takes place. Uh, I, I remember sitting down uh, to take my ACT test uh, for the first time or a test that would be a very lengthy examination. Again, fill in the blank or whatever it would be. Uh, it takes an endurance through some tests. Some tests take 10 minutes. Some tests take the whole class period. But it requires an endurance through our lives. And sometimes when we have that dreaded examination, again, you may be having one of those tests right now. Are you enduring it? Listen, don't quit. Don't stop. I, I remember there were times, uh, again, I'd have a test and have to sit down. And, and there were times where I said, I have no idea what the material is and, and just quit during halfway through the test. I'm going to tell you right now, you quit halfway through the test, there's no way you're going to pass. It's an automatic fail. I didn't answer half the questions. At least answer the questions. You might get them wrong, but answer the questions. Endure through it. Also, within that dreaded examination, you're going to have to have faith. Again, not faith necessarily in the test as much as in the testor. The one who's giving the test. A couple of years ago, I was talking to a friend of mine, and uh, he, he was going through a, a somewhat of a rough patch in his life. He was making some changes, and he was going through some things, and he had recently at that time moved his family across the country, and uh, during the midst of our conversation, he said something that uh, honestly was one of the most profound things uh, that I had heard uh, will ever hear, I think. But he said this, and, and I wrote it down the best I could remember. Uh, but he said to me, he said, Aaron, he said, right now, I'm just trying to learn to trust God rather than myself. And he said, God is a great teacher. And he teaches us things. But then he said this, he said, the one thing I've observed all my life from every teacher I've ever had, he said, when it's time for the test, the teacher is always quiet. So the teacher's always there but they're always quiet because it's test time. 
Now, I don't know if you are seeing the significance there. Because often during the times of testing in our lives, when we look around, we sometimes wonder, where is God in this? Well, if God is a teacher and He's the best teacher there is, and it's time for the test, He's there. He's just quiet for the moment. Because you're being judged and examined and tried. There is a purpose in the test. Again, you may be going through a time of divine examination. Listen, he's already gone over the materials with you. You may have desired the test or you may be in a time of uneasy dread. But there is one thing that we can be thankful for when the examination is over. And we can be thankful in a time that we pass and even at times when we fail the exam. And that's this. The teacher... God Himself will go over and lovingly go over all of the questions and the answers with us. Pass or fail? I'm going to tell you there are times, there are times in life where we have tests. And I'm just going to tell you, in my lifetime, I've taken a lot of tests. In school, I took a lot of tests. And here's what I'm going to tell you. There are tests that I studied for, that I knew were coming, that I didn't learn a thing from. It's true. Because all I did was study for the test. But there are other times, when I was in school anyway, that I learned more in failing a test than I did in passing the test. God is the best teacher we'll ever have. Again, the, the test is not a time to, to fail. It's a time to be proved and to reinforce what we've learned. Here's the deal. We can trust God. We can trust Him as the tester and the examiner of our lives. And in those times of testing, we can be thankful for what He has taught us. Pass or fail. And wonderful. Again, if we pass the test with flying colors, wonderful, it's great. And even in times that we fail the test, He still comes beside us when the test is over to give us the answers to all of the questions. Lovingly, caringly, If we listen, if we stay for him to go over with us. You see, too often, though, when we feel like we failed the test, we run and hide, we stay away, we mourn and gripe and complain. But if we'll just simply learn to be thankful for the test, for the questions, the answers, but most of all, 
knowing that the test giver himself is the best teacher we've ever had. We can be thankful. And I'll tell you, when we learn to be thankful, we can overcome a whole lot in our lives. Be thankful tonight for the test that God has given. I hope this helps you uh, as it's helped me. Don't mistake God's silence for absence. He's always there. Lift up your hand. Cry out unto Him. And He will answer you. Let's bow for prayer, shall we? Our Heavenly Father, God, I, I thank You uh, for being so good. For being our teacher. For being a wonderful examiner of our lives. You've tried us. You've proved us. You've tested. And God, there are times when I don't feel like I come out as gold. Sometimes I know I fail. But I thank you for always loving me before the test and most importantly after. And Father, again, I, I don't know who, who might have needed this tonight, but I'm sure there's someone. And if not tonight, weeks from now. God, thank you for the quiet times that you've placed in our lives. But most of all, thank you for still being there. Thank you for allowing us to be able to cry out unto you. Father, as the tests come this week, May we recognize the times of silence and may we cherish the times of answers. Help us. Most importantly tonight, God, examine us that we might be proved and we might come out on top always with you. We pray and ask these things in the name of your son, Jesus Christ. Amen. And amen. Well, that is what I have this evening. I hope wherever you are, you're safe, that you are comfortable, and uh, the heat is on. But uh, thank you for joining us online this evening. Thank you for being here uh, as well. Uh, but that's all I have tonight. God bless you. Uh, we'll see you Wednesday night, 6 o'clock. God bless you. Good night.